The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. surprises in store for you this episode uh but for about five more minutes uh i am your co-host kyle ranny joined as always by mr gary hall gary how the hell is it going today it's great it's a beautiful friday uh had my birthday this week happy birthday to me bought myself a present how many spanks uh 25 spanks spank you um guys we're gonna get this uh news in and out real quick because we've got a special special guest today um touching on real quick here the cincinnati Bengals have caught giovanni bernard this week uh bernard requested the cut Bengals go with it uh, a couple different fantasy takeaways out of this obviously um bernard no longer the handcuff to joe mixon going to go somewhere and probably get time as a receiving back as he's one of the better receiving backs in the league and joe mixon should be a certified rb1 now yeah uh I can see him going to a place like Arizona where they just released uh, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. Um, maybe get a little of a marriage there. But uh, definitely going to be a guy who signs somewhere and probably a, he'll probably get a one-two punch combo like he's been doing, but maybe a little bit more of a bigger role just because he has had success. Absolutely, and he had success just this past year as the number one guy, or as the number one guy once Mixon got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, not as much fantasy relevant, but... A guy who's enough of a name as it is, Richard Sherman, not expecting to sign before the NFL draft. Um, going to be something real interesting. I think he's going to wait to see who has what, who's got an open spot, and who he might be able to fit in and try to be a contender with on that. Yeah, and a lot of these vets, too, um, we talked about it before on a couple of our earlier episodes. They they tend to kind of wait training camp out, and they'll sign uh, later in the year. Absolutely. So they don't have to do go through training camp because they've gone through it enough. They know how to play. They can learn systems quick. Um but I, I, I can see him signing later towards uh, the end of the um, end of the year coming into the new season. I'd agree with that. Um, a fantasy newsworthy piece from last year, a guy who a lot of people thought were gonna ha- was going to have the finale to his breakout starting a year prior uh, and really kind of threw up all over himself. The Bears are open to trading wide receiver Anthony Miller. Uh, again, a multi-part fantasy asset. Anthony Miller on another team might be worthwhile looking at. However, Darnell Mooney is now going to be a little bit more coveted in Chicago. Yeah, Anthony Miller was definitely a highly coveted uh, player, um, guy that people thought was going to kind of be a, a, bigger, breakout, a breakout role, um, a bigger role, and he just didn't pan out this year. Listen, man, I have him in literally both of my, my dynasty leagues, mm-hmm. so a change of pace might be the best-case scenario for him, because if not, I'll be cutting him next year. I, I think he's going to need a team kind of like Kansas City, who's got success. Um, Ooh, Kansas City yeah. nice. They can't get that receiver they want. Um, they've got an opening in that roster from Sammy Watkins being gone. Yeah. That'd be a nice spot. I think he'll have success with a veteran quarterback. Agreed. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys signed Jeremy Sprinkle. That's it. That's the news. I like his name. <laughs> um, he's He was a highly touted fourth, fifth round tight end. Never really panned out with, with the Washington football team. 
Dallas has a plethora of tight ends. Um, they've also got some good receiving guys, too. But um, we'll see how that pans out. The Houston Texans withdrew their original round tender on defensive tackle P.J. Hall, making him a free agent. Uh, to have chased him, teams would have had to give up a second-round pick. I don't think Houston really cared, so he's gone. The Philadelphia Eagles resign. Resign? I, don't, I guess we can say resign. He wasn't there last year, but he was previously there. Running back Jordan Howard. I don't know if that's really making much of a difference either. I believe he was in Miami, right? He was with Miami last year. He was with Philly two years ago. Miles Sanders emerged. <clears throat> he was supposed to be a, a top, savior. A sa- well, savior, yeah. He was, was supposed to be a top back in Miami, and I think Miles Gaskin kind of ruined that for him. So maybe he can revive his career again with the Eagles. Um, the Carolina Panthers signed A.J. Boyer. A nice little signing, a starting cornerback. After sitting out on the free agent wire for a little bit after Denver cut him. This is one that's interesting. Anybody who's not outside of Buffalo might not recognize his name, but the Detroit Lions have signed Dean Marlowe, safety of the Bills. Dean Marlowe is a very, very good depth signing. Dean Marlowe is a very, very <clears throat> underrated signing. Dean Marlowe does all the little things right and never got the playing time, not because he didn't deserve it, but because he's behind Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde on that roster. And there were times where uh, one of those guys might have been out for a play or and, or injured, and he's he makes a play. He's a playmaker. He was more than a capable player. And he is, like you said, when he gets on the field, he makes the play. And he's a small school guy, too, out of Old Dominion University, ODU. ODU. Um, uh, so, you know, best of luck to Dean Marlowe. Really happy for him. Hopefully hopefully it goes well for him because Detroit's secondary is an absolute train wreck. Um, Julian Edelman, injury concerns. That's right. Go figure. Who would have guessed? A guy who in 2019 played most of the year with a torn rib cartilage. 2020 plays all or misses all but six games with a knee issue is now being listed as chronic knee problems, and nobody's expecting him to play through 2021 if he plays at all. Old man Edelman. Old man Edelman. I mean, he is 34 now. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I heard something about the Pats are trying to figure a way to release him. because they He's wanna... got a lot of money to the cap, too. It's not a good thing. Um, and then the most recent news I saw, Juju Smith-Schuster states that he would have signed with the Kansas City Chiefs had he not signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Newsflash, he didn't. And newsflash... Juju, stop dancing in logos. But <laughs> he can do uh, TikToks with Mahomes' brother. Mahomes alone, Juju style? Yeah. Um, guys, any of you have been listening to our angelic voices since the fall of 2020, know that when we were with a former podcast, we had a fifth member of the show. He went haywire, he ran away, mom and dad couldn't find him. Uh, but he is back today. Took a lot of pulling strings, a lot of uh, coordinating bus schedules and trains and stuff like that. Uh, a, lot, Mr. A, lot, a lot of work at 4 p.m. A lot of 4 p.m. working. Uh, Mr. James Hangel is back with us, guys. James, how are you? Good, good. What's going on, guys? See, when you, when you said uh, Edelman with the chronic knee uh, problems, I thought of myself. <laughs> That's the reason why I haven't been around as oh, much. Oh, so you just blew all your knees out. ACL, MCL, PCL. QCL, LCL, any, L- any, any CL you can think of. Any CL? <laughs> um, James was a very integral part of our more recent group with Brian and Ryan when we worked with our past podcast. Um, unfortunately, James had to stop as he had, had gotten a new job at the time. Anytime James wants to jump on, though, I'm more than happy to have James on our show. He's always a very knowledgeable yep. person. Knowledgeable, works hard. That's and why I always dogged him about coming on the show, and I think he just thought I was picking on him, but I really enjoy James being on our content. Yeah, I enjoy being on here too. It's just, if 
finding time sometimes can be difficult, but you know, I'm working on some things, and I'm definitely looking forward to being more part of the show. Absolutely, man. I mean, we've got openings 365, so yep. whatever you want to jump on, if you've got free nights, awesome. give us a call. We're more than happy to have you on and rekindle the group. Definitely. Um, but this is something we probably would not have done with anybody else. We trusted you enough knowing your football knowledge, uh, and we decided that we were going to run our Mock Draft 2.0 today. Yeah. Um, we got chastised. Bef- bef- yeah, before we get... Uh, we got chastised, we got picked on, we got yelled at, because fans of teams don't understand that, yes, people will mock players other than the player you want. I read a lot of mock drafts, and I look at things and go, well, that doesn't seem right. That's the fun of mock drafting. None of it has to be right, guys. Yeah. And guess what? We defend our picks. Yeah, I will I will gladly, if you reach out via the post and go, hey, stupid, why would you do this at pick three? See why did there? you take Trevor Lawrence? I will gladly tell you what my thought process was. Um, none of us are perfect. No. The closest to perfect I am is the perfect asshole. <laughs> but uh, we, we, nah, have, we have... Perfect uh, asshole butt. I see what you did there. We have, yeah, we have reasons for our picks, and we have uh, educated knowledge. I guess that's two of the same word, but educated. It is because like factual knowledge behind our reasoning. It's not like you and I are sitting here with a handful of darts and a and a dartboard up with a couple names going. All right, Jacksonville. Pooh. You know what? Jalen Waddle won. I like, got Scooby Magoo going fifth overall. Scooby Magoo. Scooby Magoo to the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> um, but no, guys, we we do. We do our work to figure out exactly why we want to do this. There I like is... this guy because he's got a big forehead. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> we do this for the people. We do this for people who want to know. Um, and Drew Brees is six foot four. Yeah, Drew Brees is six four. We do this for anybody who wants to uh, kind of go back and forth. We love the back and forth as long as it's friendly back and forth. You know, yeah, the second we start name calling, portal. the second we, we start name calling beyond, we'll just joking around. There's no reason, man. But we're here. We want to be a football podcast. We want to talk to you guys, the fans. Um, we've had a lot of fun conversations. We had people follow us over from our Sunday show that like our energy, and we like the energy they match. Yeah, I I'll be the first one to tell you, I'm not someone who's just gonna go out there and add people on Facebook and Twitter just to be a Facebook whore about it. Like I'm not gonna even digress on those words. Like I'm not someone that's gonna be like, oh. Well, they like my show. Uh, time to be best friends. Like, no, man. If if you're talking to our shows and you're being an idiot, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bluff you, kayfabe you, gimmick you. Yeah, we're buddies. No, man. I'm gonna shoot it straight. So that was a nice spike in the mic with that. Yeah. <laughs> so before we get any further off the rails here, um, let's let the guests go first here. Yeah. Uh, this is the first mock draft where we did a lot of trading. James is stepping in. He decided to not go with any trading. He was already partially in when we decided the trading factor. So that's why we'll let James kind of take the lead here. We'll let him start every pick off. James is 1.0. Kyle and Gary's (laughs) 2.0. Okay, well, fair enough. Number one, obviously, most of the years, your first pick is usually pretty set in stone. I do have Trevor Lawrence from Clemson, quarterback. How dare you? (laughs) I know it's a boring pick. (laughs) <laughs> but it's the, it's the most correct pick. It's the I, correct pick. I don't pick. see it's... a way that it could not be. Honestly, I don't even. I can't remember really the last time there was a de- 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 debate on the first pick. Really, I mean, there the was Baker a couple years ago. Um, there wasn't. Um, twenty twelve, Andrew Luck. That's what I was trying to think of. Twenty twelve, yeah. Andrew Luck, and I think that's the last time there's been a consensus 
generational talent. Oh, yeah. I think like, draft. No, no, I think, sure. I think well, he's saying, but that's what I think he's saying is like. I mean, we knew Burrow was going one last year. Like each I mean, year, you think you almost always know who's going to go first. A bluff. Um, and I mean, even everybody says it, but like the Burrow pick still could have been swapped had they moved the pick. Um, right. I mean, even going back to the golf pick, golf and Wentz were one A one B. Yeah, that, that one's one. pretty tough. Um, I mean, thirteen I think was two offensive tackles. Nobody was expecting Baker to go one. It, it was literally a you you was spin Darnold. a wheel. Darnold, Baker, Allen, Rosen. Who's I, I forgot who the, I forgot Lamar? Rosen. No, no, it was Rosen. I know Lamar wasn't really talking. Lamar but. was never talked about. He he's an MVP. Damn it. Um. But no, I will follow up and gladly say I also went Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence here. He is, no matter what you say about the upside of the other quarterbacks, yes, they do have great upside. I'm not taking that away from any of them. Lawrence is pro-ready. Lawrence has that swagger, and he's still going to be a consummate pro. I think everybody everybody questions, well, he doesn't have swagger. Yeah, he's been told for three years he's going to be the number one overall pick. He doesn't have to have swagger. He has to act Appropriately, he, he has to act like a number one pick. He yes, has to act like he a face has, of a franchise. He has to act like Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning didn't have swagger. Peyton Manning had swagger at points during his pro Peyton career. Manning, to to quote Ryan Pisner, he's been a father for years. What? <laughs> Peyton Manning, he looks like a dad. Well, no, that's just a seven head. Gary, <laughs> did you also follow suit? Did you go with Trevor Lawrence here? Uh, yes. Man, it took us twelve minutes to all decide to go to Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> uh, that's um, not changing for me. No, never going to. No. Uh, James, who's your second overall pick? Second pick. I had New York Jets. I pen picking Zach Wilson uh, out of BYU. He's, the, in my opinion, one of the two pro-ready quarterbacks right off the bat. So I think he can separate in after Jets traded uh, Sam Darnold. Separate in and probably be the number one. So there's only starter. one thing about what you said that I don't agree with. What's up? I don't necessarily know if I'd say he's the most pro-ready. One of the two most pro-ready. I don't think... I think he's three on the list. I really do. Um, I I do have him going two here. I think he has the highest potential, and he has a very strong arm strength. Right. But we'll talk about the other pro-ready quarterback in a minute. I think he still has things to get over. He's going to have some growing pains. Absolutely. But I re- I do, I've also got, like, like I said, I have Zach Wilson here. We'll talk my other pro-ready guy in a second. Gary, who do you got it to? Um, obviously, I mean, the draft doesn't really start till three. Um, but I do got Zach Wilson going at two. With the Darnold trade, uh, they kind of made it clear who they want here. Um, I believe they had, there's, I forget what the name of the guy is uh, for the, the GM for the Jets, but he was at. Adams? He was at. Joe's, it's Joe something, right? He Yeah, he was just, they were at um, BYU's Pro Day and basically falling in love with Zach Wilson. Um, they were drooling all over him, so there's no way that it's not Zach Wilson. Uh, their GM is Joe Douglas. Yeah, I would love it if it was like Trey Lance too, because then it would throw the draft off completely. Correct, but I I agree. And here's the thing: like ultimately, arm strength, best possible high side talent outside of Lawrence is, is Wilson. So he's an improviser. There's, there's, there's love no, yes, he he's not the fastest, but he can make plays on, with his feet. He's he always looks downfield. Yes, he's always looking for how do I get ahead of where I am. Um. I'm going to steal this before James goes to three. Well, I mean, James, go to, go to three, because I know we have the same pick here. Okay, yeah. Number three, San Fran. QB Mac Jones out of Alabama. I'll tell you what the different couple of picks here. 
I end up going Mac Jones. I think he fits the system the best. Obviously, they had you know figure out Jimmy G, but if you look at their system, they're more built around a game manager type of quarterback. Correct. Yes. And if you look at like Jimmy G, he's not going to blow the top off of many defenses, but he he's really good at just managing the game. Exactly. And um, I mean, obviously, this is some type of thing where that's what I think they're going to do. But I don't necessarily 100% always agree with it. I think Jimmy G is a great quarterback. I think, you know, look at the record with San Fran, with him and without him. With him, they're playing in the Super Bowl. Without him, they're whatever. Three wins in a season. I'm going to be totally honest here. What's up? This, to me, is my number two pro-ready prospect. I'm not saying... Talent-wise, you're not saying... I'm not saying he's the most talented. He's not. Right. But when you watch him on tape, and Gary and I did this, because Gary Gary and I were well ahead of the curve, and I want to bolster some awards here. Two of our little horns. Um, <laughs> well, no. So back back in early February, when we first started going on our journey of watching tape. We watched a lot of We tape. watched a ridiculous amount of quarterback tape. There were there were only eight quarterbacks to watch tape on, and I think we watched about an hour of tape per quarterback. Mm-hmm. And it was just disgusting. And Mac Jones stood out, stood out. And I'm personally someone who's an Alabama hater. Bama quarterbacks are trash. The yeah. receivers never pan out. And... I sat here and watched this, and I watched him not only stick in the pocket, but not look for the first read or the second read. He made the plays he needed to make. He made plays that Bama quarterbacks didn't. Yes, he doesn't have the strongest arm. He's not the most accurate downfield. But that's the thing is I think Mac Jones has proven that where other Bama quarterbacks are, yeah, we're just uh, we're here. We're going to run the ball a million times. Derrick Henry's in the backfield. Mark Ingram's in the backfield. We have a really good defense. Right. Um, he took that team and put it to life. And, like, Najee Harris was was also a revelation. But, like, Mac Jones was a different style quarterback there. And it's the type of quarterback that not only San Fran wants, but Kyle Shanahan is one with. Right. He's very similar to Matt Ryan. He's very similar to Kirk Cousins. It's, perfect, it's a perfect fit for him. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's the next in the succession. I think it's... Honestly, I think it's an upgrade from Jimmy G. Yeah. I think Jimmy G was lackluster from what everybody had expected out of a second-round pick. And honestly, it reminded me a little of Ryan, Ryan Mallett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it, dude. It's a second-round pick who never pan out the way that they had hoped. Right, absolutely. He's the type of guy that they, I think if he goes to, like, if he would go to a pass-heavy offense, he struggles heavily. Correct, but at the same time, I think if Mac Jones goes to a pass a passing prolific coach, Kyle Shanahan... Bill Belichick, Mac Jones has a lengthy career. I think if you put Mac Jones in Atlanta right now, he doesn't have that career. I think, right. I, and that's it. The people go, well, so and so is more talented. You're correct. There's no disputing that. Honest, teams, teams are going to draft players that they think fit better in their system. And that's the thing. You see it all the time. That's like, and it's 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 ram your head into a wall. People don't understand the salary cap. And they don't understand, well, he he's available. And we, we signed so-and-so for so much more. Yes, because this guy does not fit the system you run. It's it's like hiring for a job. You're not going to go out and go, hey, we need a graphic designer. We should hire the guy who works with a drill. <laughs> huh? Like, dude, they're both equally talented people. Talented That's not the job you're looking thing. for. Yeah. That's the problem. You're, you're not going to get Ben Roethlisberger to run Baltimore's offense. Bingo! That's the best. That's the best way you could put it. It's different. Different teams are built differently, and and I think people forget that. Well, if you get a quarter, no, it does not necessarily work that way. 
Why do you think none of these receivers wanted to go to Baltimore? They don't throw. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought it was a rhetorical question. No, no. I, I wanted to hear somebody tell me they don't throw. <laughs> um, Gary, tell us who you got a three. Um, we none of us actually did our mocks together, so uh, people listening are like, these guys are all the same. These corny fucks. But I have Mac Jones uh-huh. at three. Um, you do not trade up to three for a guy like Trey Lance, who is so, a project. So you could trade up three for Justin Fields. Yes, but you're not doing it for Trey Lance. And I think it's going to be Fields or Mac Jones. Um, I was reading an article today that uh, the 49ers don't leak anything. Um, they're one of the best teams at keeping things hidden. So them saying something about Mac Jones could just be smoke under the fire. But considering they never said anything about about Mac Jones, they're a friend of their coach said something about Mac Jones. That's what's interesting. It's yeah. not like they, it's not like it came anywhere from their team. But Chris Sims said that, and Chris Sims is close with Kyle Shanahan, and it has always been. And then Kyle Shanahan goes, "Oh, I haven't talked to him in years. You were literally together two months ago. There's proof of this." <laughs> but you don't trade up for a project like we argued for hours on Facebook with people who are like you. You do trade up for a guy like Trey Lance because he's gonna sit behind Garoppolo. How many times have I talked on this podcast? That the, 12th? the 49 yeah, 12. <laughs> 49ers have said, and they choose their words very carefully, that Jimmy Garoppolo is our quarterback for this year. Hey, do you remember who else said that? The Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, with Cliff Kingsbury oh, and Josh Rosen. Uh and what the New York the New York Jets. Yeah. The New York Jets actually went out and made uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they push for season tickets for Josh Sam. They Donald. signed Corey Davis, and Corey Davis, I quote, "I'm I've under been, the understanding." I've been informed that Sam Darnold's our quarterback. Surprise, mother trucker. We could say it, but we uh, can. But but you don't trade up for a guy who's going to have to sit the bench for a minimum to two to three seasons with a guy like Garoppolo who's not going to be there for two to three seasons. for two to three seasons. It's Mac Jones. Get over it. Cry about it. You're going to love him in two seasons. So I was happy I got to switch this pick up. But, James, who do you got it for? At four. I have Atlanta Falcons picking Kyle Pitts out of Florida tight end. Uh, I think he's probably you know, the greatest tight end prospect of the last decade. Probably maybe the best Keep player going. in this draft. Keep going. Yeah, right, I'd say 20 years at least. Right, absolutely. And I just think of, you know, a trio of Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Kyle Pitts with, you know, Matt Ryan, he's still and solid. Hayden, and Hayden Hurst. Yeah, Hayden Hurst, dude, yeah. two tight end sets. Two plus, tight end sets. plus uh, Justin Gage was. Although I'm a Hayden Hurst owner, so I won't be. I won't be very happy. But well, you'll own them both. I will own them both. <laughs> um, I so my last mock, mock 1.0, I actually ju- put Justin Fields here. I also went Kyle Pitts here. Um, he's too good not to go this high. Atlanta's been toying with trading, and the thing is that. I wish I would have seen before I did this. Jerry Jones is knocking down the doors in Atlanta. Jerry Jones wants Kyle Pitts at four. I had I had in our last mock draft. You had Pitts, Pitts to 10. Dallas at ten. Jerry and Jones said, is infatuated. Everyone, baffled. I said that. I didn't think that no, I would no, see it happen. Everyone freaked out that oh Pitts is not going past. Well, yeah, I like, had him at thirteen. It was but, a no trading draft. 
Relax. That's the problem. There's no trade in draft, and everybody thought, oh, quarterback for sure. Um, Five teams need quarterbacks in the top ten. Correct. That's how that's how good players fall. But I I want Pitts. He is hands down, and I I said this on the Monday episode or the Wednesday episode. Um, I don't like to throw out future Hall of Famer when you're talking about players being drafted currently. I would throw it out for this kid. Kyle Pitts is that damn good. Gary, did you also go Pitts or who? I do not have Pitts. I oh. have our first trade. First trade of our mock drafting seminars. Um, I have the Atlanta Falcons trading back to nine with the Denver Broncos. Now I'm a huge Drew Lock fan. I liked him out of college. Um, He's not, great swag. Yeah, not as a prospect, just because he had the swagger. I thought he was a competitor. Um, I still think he can play. Um, I just think Denver's not a fit for him. But I think that Denver trades up, and Trey Lance will be the pick for Denver, and they're going to have a quarterback duel for the starting job in Denver. Uh, First quarterback controversy. I dig it. I could see it. I wanted Fields, but I'm like, I think that um, they really like that bigger build quarterback in Denver, and Trey Lance is a big boy. That's because John Elway has cement between his ears. Mm -hmm. James, who do you got at five? For five, uh, I got Cincy taking Penny Sewell, offensive tackle out of Oregon. I like that. I think that's a smart choice. It's a smart choice. I you got to keep uh, Burrow up. It's the correct choice. Yes. Um, I went wrong here because I think that Joe Burrow is bending their ear. I went Jamar Chase. Okay. I think I'd prefer if I'm Cincy to go Panay Suell. Right. I think the fan base would prefer to go Panay Suell. But I think Joe Burrow wants a weapon. Wants, well, the not team, only a weapon. teammates. His teammate that he broke records with. Absolutely. So I think that's where that comes in, and I think since he's going to go, we want to keep our star future quarterback happy. Don't care if he's got three broken legs. Um, <laughs> I want Jamar Chase. It's not smart, but I think ultimately it's going to be what happens. Gary, who do you got? I also have Jamar Chase going to Cincinnati. Um, there, all you haters. We took him in the first five. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. How dare you take him outside of ten? But uh, Jamar Chase, um, it makes sense. Like you said, they're teammates. They set records. Uh, you want to keep your quarterback uh, happy. And I think since he can – this is a very deep drafted tackle. Um, you could also – Dude, I have, I think, five or six in the top 30. Yeah. Um, you can grab a tackle in the second round. Um, trade back up if you if you want to back into the first. Um, it's, it's a very good pick for uh, that offense – and keeps Joe Burrow happy. Who do you got at six, James? Number six. Let's see. I got Miami taking Jamar Chase. We were just talking about him. Uh, out of LSU. He's another wide receiver to compliment Devontae Parker, obviously. Also, they also could. They also signed Will Fuller. And I love Will Fuller. I don't think he's going to be the type of guy that sticks around there. Um, so they could use a guy. They're going to have the most injured receiving core. Yeah. <laughs> he went to Ronda Smith? Huh? He went to Ronda no, Smith there? Or he went Chase. Chase. Oh, Chase, yeah. Um, Chase, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because don't say that. You will literally light off Dolphins fans. They hate Devonta Parker for that reason. Right. They think Devonta Parker fakes injuries. 
Everyone, um, want, everyone's saying Pitts, but it's like I can't see it. You have Gasecki. Gasecki's a top. That's the problem. Gasecki is going to get paid more money. Who just got um, Janu Smith? Unless they, he's let, he's going to see probably four million more a year than Janu Smith because let, he's been proven. They could let Gasecki walk, but but that's the problem. Then it's, you got to pay Pitts double that when yeah, when Pitts is up, Pitts is going to be making twenty two a year because Pitts is going to go. Well, I'm kind of a receiver. Um, I had my first trade here, Gary. The Miami Dolphins trade. The Miami Dolphins trade the first round or pick number six of the first round and pick one fifty six of the fifth round to the Denver Broncos for pick one fourteen of the fourth round, pick seventy one of the third round, and pick nine of the first round. The or the Denver the Denver Broncos the Denver Pringles the Denver Broncos. Select Justin Fields, quarterback out of Ohio State. Denver's taking a quarterback, unless it's unless there's all they're all taken, then they go. And like I agree with Gary, best available. Um, I I like Drew Locke, but I think the the writing's on the wall here. I think because uh, they just got a new GM because John Elway moved up as like a he's like operate football up, ops. Yeah, so the GM's gonna want to make a splash here. Um, Gary, who do you got at six? I have Panay Suel at six. Uh, it's a safe pick. Uh, they, I think they move him to right tackle and have him protect to his blue, uh, uh, oh. blindside. Um, it's a safe pick and a very, very good pick. They get the best tackle in the draft. James, what, uh, what do you have at seven? Number seven, Detroit Lions taking Devontae Smith of Alabama. Devontae Smith scares me. He, Like I said, I have him here as a boomer buzz player. Obviously, like we it's just talked about the, the injuries. size. It's 174 pounds. It's, that's, the, that's the issue. He's going to get bullied the line. So. People have referred to him as Tavon Austin. And the tape that we watched on him, nobody pressed him. No. Ever. Yeah, you he's get a, fast. You get a guy uh, like Jalen Ramsey who's going to beat the crap out of him, it's over. Bingo. Bingo. Uh, pick seven. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. The Detroit Lions trade pick seven of the first round to the New England Patriots for pick number 96 of the third round, pick number 46 of the second round, and pick number 15 of the first round. The New England Patriots select quarterback Trey Lance, North Dakota State University. I'm sorry, Gary, are you okay? I just choked on stupidity. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I didn't say it was a smart move. It's a New England move. Oh, I'm just saying it at the fact that they trade up for him. Um, Gary, who do you got? I have Devonta Smith, too. Um, last time, I believe, I had Jalen Waddell to the Lions. I think the Lions are going to want to trade back, but I think uh, that they're going to end up sticking there because they get a choice of... They get a pick of the litter, basically, just because all the quarterbacks are going. Um, safe pick, Devonta Smith. I also agree. I think Jalen Waddell should be the pick here, uh, but I think that they're going to go with who they think is best, and it could be... It could be anybody, but I I wanted to mix it up. I don't want to I, I don't want to stay too uh, too similar to my last draft. Fair enough. Right. Uh, James, pick eight. What do you got? Pick eight. We had a little discussion about this before recording. I have Carolina taking Trey Lance, Dakota, North Dakota State. I'm stunned by this. Please I, tell us. We're like obviously we're Bills fans here. We've seen Sam Darnold play. I don't think he's has any kind of a future. And I just don't believe in him. I mean, he has a chance to learn behind a couple guys, and like I like I so like we said before, he's a boomer bust type of player. He kind of reminds me of Josh Allen with a big arm, kind of mobile, and 
can be either he can be boom or bust. I have no idea. But he could end up being a third quarterback on the depth chart if they can't find a trade partner for Teddy. True. Could end up being a fourth. They still have Will Greer. That's true. I forgot that dude existed. The former second round pick and Will Greer. Um, He'll probably get cut. Oh, who's gonna grab him? San Fran. We're gonna teach him. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh. No, they've already got uh, Haskins. I could see them cutting Haskins again. Yeah, I don't believe in Haskins at all. Um, I don't dislike Haskins. I think he actually. Ooh, I think he was. Will Greer to Washington. I don't hate that. <laughs> I don't think Haskins was given. Maybe in New Orleans. Yeah. Um. I digress. I think Sam Darnold's actually going to become a top 15 quarterback in Carolina. I'm not bullshitting. I think he'll be better than Teddy, but I don't know about 15. I think Sam Darnold was never given the tools. New York went out last year, said, yeah, this is going to be the last time we give it, or we, we really try to help him. And then what? Waited to help him on offense until when? Pick, pick 64 of the second round with... Denzel Mims, who didn't play half the year. Rashad Perryman was supposed to be there. Rashad Perryman and Denzel Mims were his two. <laughs> like, look, like, I'm not shitting on Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder's a solid. I love Jameson Crowder. He's, he's incredibly underrated. Josh you, Allen would not be a stellar quarterback with only Cole Beasley. But that's it. Okay, hey, Cole Beasley, uh, we're going to get... I, I digress. I was going to say we're going to get you a tight end who should be better, but we have that. It's Dawson Knox. Um, <laughs> so tight end situation is the same. But... Rashad Perryman and Braxton Berrios. I know your love for I, Braxton dude, I, Berrios. I'm, I'm Madden. But. Listen to these mad like Madden. Go get Braxton Berrios. The dude's a freak. Put him but, in the slot. He... But Berrios and Perryman are not That's John true. Brown, Stephon Diggs, and Gabriel Davis. <laughs> um, nobody in the backfield there besides old ass Frank Gore. They, and, 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 and okay, what, what was their first pick? Mackay Becton, who who they said was going to have a learning curve coming out of Louisville, like they did nothing to help Sam Darnold. Man, I I, I I'm not going to sit here and say, oh yeah, he's going to be a top ten quarterback. He's not, but I I could see him being a top fifteen. He has the arm strength. We've seen him scorch teams. Right. That's not because of the Jets. That's because Sam Darnold got hot that day. Yeah. Okay. Seeing Ghost. Bill Belichick's defense that year was one of the best defenses you could have played against. Every team was seeing. And ghosts. the Jets hung him out to dry. I think, given the talent around him, and I can't wait to hear the, the touchdown call of Darnold to Arnold. That's going to be great. <laughs> but the talent given around him, I really think Sam Darnold deserves more attention and more appreciation than he's given. I actually, I was texting you the day. I was like, dude, I kind of wanted Sam Darnold Panthers jersey. I love Sam Darnold, dude. I really do. And like, and for me to say this, He's a James, good guy. For me to say this is huge because I despise USC quarterbacks. Right. Yeah, I've absolutely. always called them worthless. I've always said that we're not a good pros. I think he truthfully is going to end up being a good pro. I think he's going to prove everybody wrong on that USC stereotype. I mean, a lot of um, a lot of quarterbacks that get these fresh faces or fresh sceneries end up doing well. I mean, he's working with Jordan Palmer, same guy who works with Josh Allen and a lot of other successful quarterbacks. Um, I think Sam Darnold can revive his career and – one of the reasons I have him reviving his career is with my pick. Can you imagine Sam Darnold at quarterback, Christian McCaffrey at running back? Uh, they have two stellar receivers in Robbie, Robbie Anderson, Anderson and, DJ, and Moore. DJ Moore. And then Kyle freaking Pitts. That was we, an offense that we would all be helped stellar. Sam Darnold. Um, 
I didn't give him a new toy, though. I gave him Penny Sewell. Can you imagine going from... And uh, they've continued to build on the defense. Le'Veon Bell to Christian McCaffrey and Brashad Perryman and uh, a bunch of nobodies to um, Robbie Anderson. He had Robbie Anderson, so he knows Robbie Anderson's... He actually had a good year, a good stats with Robbie Anderson. He, he made Robbie Anderson number one DJ receiver. Moore. So... He's he he's gonna compete, and I think people are gonna be surprised how good he is. Um, agree or disagree? That's fine. And Adam Conley. That's that's why football well, is the way only it time is. will tell. Yeah. That's why football is the way it is. Nobody has to agree. Absolutely. James. Yes. Pick number nine. Number nine. Still got Denver there. I'm oh. picking Micah Parsons, linebacker, Penn State. Uh, there's a lot of debate around him. He's the type of guy who can be boomer bust. Uh, Gary, he's my best player available right there. He's Gary an all-around decent linebacker. Necessarily the biggest fan of him, but I'll tell he's you this: he's very raw. People, I'll tell you this: you're raw talent. If I would not have traded Denver to six, I would have legitimately looked at Denver again on Parsons. Mock draft 1.0. Gary and I did not speak. We sat next to each other, putting the mock together, and we both ended up with Parsons at nine. Okay. Um, I like Parsons at nine if Denver stays the path. Right. He's. We discussed on the Wednesday episode, he's somebody that's going to learn from veteran leadership. What better place to put that kid than with Von Miller and Bradley Chubb? Absolutely. So, like, Denver is the best-case scenario for him, and I really like that pick at that spot. Definitely. Um, my situation, Miami had traded down here, so I have Miami drafting at nine. I went Jalen Waddell to the Dolphins. Um, I think that's a better fit for them. Than Gary... Gary and I really liked Waddle over Devonta Smith on the tape. I He's like just Waddle. Stay healthy. Yes, but I, I like what Waddle can offer, and I think Waddle being a different build receiver than Fuller and Parker, it helps complement each other. Mm-hmm. So I want Jalen Waddle here at nine. Gary, I have because um, I, I traded with the Falcons and um, Denver. I have the Falcons picking at nine. And taking Micah Parsons, um, I think it'll be a nice piece for their defense. I don't really think it's a good fit because there's not as many, um, not as many pieces to help him succeed. But I think Denver takes a prolific potential at linebacker. Um, they'll, I, I'm not sure if he's more of the middle linebacker or if he's going to be a tweener, but he's definitely going to be a starter on that defense. And I think. Um, Atlanta goes with a safe pick here and takes uh, Parsons at nine. I like it. Like I said, I the only reason that I didn't have Parsons there was was truthfully just because of I wanted them to go with a corner. I almost went with a corner, um, but I think with Parsons on the board, still they go with Parsons. I like it. James, pick number ten. Number ten. Got Dallas taking Patrick Sertan the second. Quarterback of Alabama. It kind of reminds me of uh, Akuda last year. He's probably the top shutdown guy in the draft. I was doing a little bit of research, too. I saw he allowed 12 completions last year. And that's like a roughly one a game. That's pretty insane stat to me. but Which really shocks me because on tape, Gary and I honestly were not huge fans of him. Right. He's still going to be good. He's going to be good, but he we didn't think he was a top corner. He's my number two. But to me, maybe three. I don't that's, that's the thing. I don't think he's the, the, the most versatile corner. I don't think he's the best corner. But Jerry Jones gets name value out of people and falls in love with them. Yeah. He's like the media. Well, it, 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 it is. It's, it's funny here because James has him to Dallas. I traded Dallas' pick. Um, 
My third trade of the draft, Dallas will trade pick 10 out of round 1 to the Chargers for pick 13 of round 1, pick 77 of round 3, and pick 159 of round 5. The Chargers trade up to pick Rashawn Slater at 10. It's a good pick. Uh, I, I said what I said about James, though. We're coming back to that in a few picks. Um, Rashawn Slater is going to be somebody who can, as we talked to, to Bryce on Wednesday, who can fill a bunch of spots on that team. Um, I really like what Rashawn Slater brings. He's a he's a, uh, a utility player. Exactly. He's, as you call him, a Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he will get a start somewhere on that line and help build Justin Herbert. He's a, he, hang on, he's a, he's a Rich Harris kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's tough. He's going to play all over the place. Absolutely. But he'll kick you out of lunch if you don't like it. James and I Gary. played offensive line together in high school. Who, uh, <laughs> Way back, yeah. Gary, who do, you, who do you have at 10? I have Sertain at 10. Um, like I said, or like you said, he likes name value. Uh, they need a corner. Um, I think they go Sertain. I think he fits in pretty good with their defense. Um, I don't think he's going to be a stellar talent year one. I think he's going to have to take a couple years to develop. Um some of the film we watched, he was getting bullied by top talent, and not even top talent. Who did he, who did he get torched by? Was it uh, the dude from Florida? Grimes. Grimes. The third he got target in Florida. And that was where I was like, mm. He got beat by Grimes, um, bullied by Kyle Pitts. I know it's Kyle Pitts, but another one of our guys on there at least put up a good fight against Kyle Pitts. Um, but I think Sertan goes to Dallas. Uh, it's a good pick for him, but uh, he's my... I don't remember if I had him as my two-corner or my three-corner, but um, I think... Name value here. He goes to Dallas. Who do you got at number 11 here, James? Number 11, New York Giants take an edge. Gregory Rousseau out of Miami. Obviously, we know he opted out. I See, I and like it, and it's different. It's Yeah, and he's, like, he's a beast. He's 6'7". He's a pass rush specialist. He had 15 and a half sacks in 2019. Those are some good numbers. But. No, it's it, he fell down the list because everybody had concern about him call, like walking. I still think he's going to be a better pass rusher than his counterpart, um, but I'm shocked to see him go this high. I like it. Ultimately, talent-wise, he reminds me of J.J. Watt. When J.J. Watt kind of fell into that back half of the mm-hmm. first and still was the best pass rusher, I could see Rousseau doing the same thing. Out of Wisconsin. But no, I Hanson. like that. Anything else about that pick, James? No, no. I just uh, I just love you know, his size. Six foot seven. He's a beast. Pass rush specialist. I mean, the stats don't lie. I... You say the numbers has, don't lie, Senior Joe. Would you, would you say he has <laughs> orangutan arms? <laughs> He's pretty similar to my uh, my stature. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Number eleven for me. I finally took Micah Parsons off the board. I felt like the Giants could use a linebacker. I feel like he's a nice fit there, and he's been lingering too long on my board. I've seen people as low as nineteen at Parsons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think t- now is the time. Very boomer bust, like James said. I'm not totally sold on him, but Giants sounds like the place. I have another trade here at 11. I have the Washington football team selling the farm for uh, a quarterback. I have Justin Fields falling down. Have they not learned with Ohio State quarterbacks? No. I, I have Justin Fields going to Washington here. Um, I don't know if people didn't attend Justin Fields' birthday party. Uh, what's going on here? <laughs> A little draft day reference. Um, but I have Come Justin. Down, Bo. I have <laughs> Bo Callahan. 
Go into the giant or go into the Washington football team. No, I have Justin Fields here, sliding a little bit, and Washington has been very, very aggressive in the quarterback market. Just haven't been able to get anything to pull. Um, they've been after plenty of top talent here. Just can't get anything to go their way. Same with Chicago. I could have had Chicago try to trade up here, but I think Washington pulls it off, and um, Riverboat Ron gets his quarterback, and they're not going to roll with Fitzpatrick as a starter the whole season. I think it's going to be Fitz at the start. You know, and Justin almost, Fields does somewhat remind me of a better passing version of Cam Newton, so I yes. don't hate it. Um, I think Fields ends up going here, sitting behind Fitzpatrick for a couple games, kind of like how Miami. It's, it's going to be Miami 2.0. He's going to start. Uh, Fitzpatrick's going to play hot like he normally does, maybe have a bad gamer here and there. Fans call for Justin Fields. Justin Fields plays and leads the team to the playoffs. Except so for, typical Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, <laughs> except for I feel like Justin Fields is better than Tua. Yeah, I I didn't like Fields falling this far, but just because of how my board falls. That's fine. I've seen people put Fields to 15. Yeah. Um, we'll get, we'll get but I have them selling the <laughs> <laughs> Um... James picked 12. <laughs> Number 12, uh, Philadelphia, Jalen Waddell, uh, wide receiver out of Bama. Uh, just a deep threat, loads of potential, and obviously they don't have a number one receiver. That's been their biggest problem. It's been their biggest problem lately is having number one, no number one wide receiver. They don't have any weapons for the quarterback. So, Well, I couldn't agree more just with a different player because I already have him gone. Right. Uh, I go Philadelphia with Devonta Smith, the other Bama receiver here. Um, they got to do something. They have to prove that Jalen Hurts is the guy. So this is it. Gary, what do you got at 12? I went with James here. Uh, Jalen Waddle fits their mold. Um, last time I had them taking a player that's not really kind of what they're looking for, but definitely a Philly pick because they never go with the traditional. They should have grabbed Justin Jefferson last year, and they went with uh, Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager. They should have grabbed DK Metcalf two years ago, and they went with J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. But I think Philadelphia can't scout receivers for shit. Is what we're learning. No, but I think they go with the smart choice here, Jalen Waddle, uh, safe pick. I think I, I think for the most part, they could end up trading up or trading back, but I think Philly kind of stays where they're at. I like it. Uh, James pick thirteen, number thirteen. I got L.A. Chargers taking Rashawn Slater offensive tackle out of Northwestern. <laughs> What you laughing at? Because you have Slater going at 13. I have the Chargers jumping up to 10 to take Slater. And I have Dallas taking Patrick Sertan at 13. Okay. So we literally just swapped thinking where the talent is. Right, okay. And I went Sertan at 13. We both had the two teams go I'm in same dog. spot. I'm in your dog. I'm in your dog. Tuck it, tuck it. That's interesting. That's we had the sure. same teams go to the same spot. I just know that offensive tackle can sometimes, sometimes be more needed and the if we're being fair, I think Philly is just a nightmare at offensive tackle. True. So I think that's why I had the Chargers jump. Uh, Interesting. People get mad when they draft linemen. Tackle's never a sexy pick, but it benefits you so bad. Or so, so good. The best, the best way to put it, if you're eating a salad, it's here we go. Nobody likes <laughs> the nobody likes the lettuce. Lettuce is bland. Let's, but lettuce makes up ninety percent of the salad. Hold on, the let's, let's the use salad, soup yeah. here. No, no, we're using salad. We're gonna use soup. We're using salad. Offensive linemen are the broth. Of the soup. <laughs> okay. The broth of the soup, the lettuce of the salad. You don't it's, have broth. It's, it's, it's what nobody really wants. <laughs> it's, what, it's, it's the part that nobody cares about, but it makes up the majority. And that's what the offensive lineman is. It's never sexy. It never has a, oh, we took so-and-so. <laughs> no, it's, oh, we took so-and-so. I get all horned but up guess when we what? draft linemen. 
James and I are one. The big uglies. The buglies. The big uglies. Gary, what do you got going into this game? James and I are on the same wavelength here. Um, we've been in for the past few picks. None we of all us, were. We all agree on certain and Slater. None just of us just order. where they go. Yeah. None of us are like doing these together. Everyone's going to be like, you guys sit in a room and color together. No. <laughs> you circle jerkers. No, I have... Um, I want to color with you guys. <laughs> I have Rashawn Slater at 13. I ultimately think that Chargers are in a perfect spot here for literally any of these players. They could trade up. Uh, if they wanted to, but I think they're going to get the cream of the crop at whatever position they cream want. Cream of the crop. James, 14? I like or, the Chargers. I do too. 14, they got the Vikings taking Quiddy Pay. Edge out of Michigan. Just, they had, I did some research. Vikings had the fifth fewest sacks. Need to bolster the pass rush. See, I, I would agree, but I think the Vikings have bigger needs than that. First of all, I'm not saying anything against that. I love Quiddy Pay, and where yeah. I have him is criminal. Because he's so good. This draft is very talented. Yes. Gary and I watch Quiddy Pay, and they, they give this this love to all these other pass rushers, but Pay has this ability to use his hands and bully people. He's just a little undersized. He right. is. But but so is Aaron Donald. So Correct. But Pay's going to play edge yeah. as opposed to Donald playing interior. Um, I went with offensive tackle Christian Darasaw out of Virginia Tech here to Minnesota. Pretty okay. self-explanatory. You gotta build something, and it sucks because realistically they probably should go on defense because like their offense doesn't have a problem scoring, but when Kirk Cousins can't stand up, it's a problem. Yeah, and what they're not gonna carry? they're not gonna trade up for quarterback because they talked about extending Kirk Cousins again. <laughs> Gross. They did last last off season, I thought. Maybe I don't know. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> I have the Vikings going interior offensive line and going Elijah Vera Tucker. I think that's how you pronounce it. Elijah Vera Tucker. Elijah Vera Tucker. I guess the J silent. Silent. Um, interior offensive line, um, bolster their old line. Uh, Dalvin Cook's going to eat, and it's a good addition to that offensive line. Um, James, number fifteen. Well, earlier we were talking about Justin Fields falling. I have him here, him here at fifteen in New England. I think they like he's going to fall into their lap and. So we all kind of knew New England's going to take a quarterback. Right. So it's a matter of where and when. And we were talking, me and Gary, Gary Knight. It's not really a Belichick thing to move up in a draft. I Correct. don't think. And and I felt bad doing it, but, but I think you Belichick... Never, maybe he needs to move up to get somebody he wants. I, that's the thing. I think I had Belichick moving up knowing that if they stumble again with Cam as their quarterback, right. that he might lose his job. And I know it's not the Bill Belichick way. Right. Well, that's when... That's when... If they don't go quarterback, that's when they go, oh, hey, uh, let's go get Drew Locke since they drafted Trey Lance. Which is the thing, but, like, and there's options. There's there's still Jimmy G, no matter how much they dis- they, they despite it. I'm not Te- taking Teddy him. Bridgewater's an upgrade. There are. Him. But, oh, I don't know if I go that far. Dude, I... I'll, I'll take You Teddy despise Cam. Cam. I think Cam still has the MVP talent in him. I think the lack of talent around him... Ex- absolutely, yeah. ...was not a benefit last year. I'm not going to ever trash Cam. We've seen... Trash Cam. <laughs> we, we've seen what Cam has the ability to do. Cam is a very talented player. Um, Bill flat out did not build a team last year. I think he was... I think they were struggling to because everybody everybody was leaving out the out. You're right. Like, New England's not the same. But New that's England. it. I think they, they understood if they can get a mid to first round pick, they can move up and do what they needed. And they could always go, well, it's because of so-and-so left. They lost what four four defensive starters last year because of opting out. Right. I, I th- and and Marcus Cannon, who they got Marcus Cannon back to trade to Houston for parts. 
to acquire basically their original starting left tackle, New England's going to be okay, man, and I hate saying it. They'll, yeah, I think they'll be better than last year. But they will, and, and it's going to be a question of if, if the AFC East is going to occupy three three playoff spots. Um, number 15, Detroit traded back from New England. I have Aliyah Vera Tucker going here. Detroit needs help. Detroit's got kind of everything, but nothing really clicks. Vera Tucker's a guy who I think is more suited to play guard in the NFL, but can play any position. Right. So for year one, I think they'll they'll plug and play him, but I'm going Vera Tucker here at 15. Gary, what do you have? I have... I have the Pats staying where they're going to stay at 15, and I have them... Because there's rumors that they're going to trade Stephon Gilmore, um, I have them taking Caleb Farley... If they don't take, if they don't trade Stephon Gilmore, then they add another piece um, opposite Stephon Gilmore. Just as long as Caleb Farley plays, I believe I forget which side it is, but he's stronger on one side. Oh, um, left side. Yeah, whatever. He, he if he's on the left side of the defense, he cannot strafe left from the right side. Can't straight left, and he cannot cover slant. That's a real thing, James. We uh we sat there and watched that, and we couldn't understand. Interesting. When he is on the bottom of the defense. Shall we say right side? If he gets a slant route caught on him to the right side of the field, a, he's so, toast. so they're running right. He has to straight left. He gets smoked every every time. And and it's something that I think teams are going to pick up on. He's a very good corner. As NFL minds, they see every little thing. Exactly, he's a very good corner. But you have to know you cannot let him shadow. He has to stick to. Well, his side. what a perfect team to get drafted to in Bill Belichick. He's going to see that and say, "Hey, uh, you are not lining up." Ever on the right side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, he's a great I, mind. I'm not sure if they – I'd have to watch more Pat's defense film, but I don't know if they have Gilmore follow or whatever. But I feel like Gilmore's very heavily the right side. He's better on the right, I think. Oh, I mean, I've seen him get smoked by John Brown on the right, but – I think uh, it'll, be, it'll, be a, it'll be a good combo. James, pick number 16. Number 16. Cardinals taking J.C. Horn, cornerback out of South Carolina. He's just overall solid guy. He's a big physical corner. He can play outside and the slot, so I like I like him at going to Cardinals. Damn it, okay. James! What? We agree again. JC Horn to the Cardinals. <laughs> I also had JC Horn. Did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a perfect fit. You know what though? I almost put Najee Harris here. Um, I thought about running back, but they really. I think they're gonna give Chase Edmonds a chance to show it. I think so too. Um, JC Horn. This is a kid. When we talked about earlier, when you were talking about he's my corner number yes, one. Yes, when you were talking about Sertan. Horn is mine and Gary's quarterback one. Okay. He is physical, athletic, yes, and a ball hawk. He's a yes. complete package. Yeah. I am a. This is going to be. And you know what's funny? You know the last big name cornerback come out of South Carolina? Stephon Gilmore. Bingo. Bingo. Who was really mad he got drafted by the Bills? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, my people I don't see that me on days. TV, man. He's, he did not look happy. <laughs> James, what do you got? At Seventeen. Uh, Seventeen. At Las Vegas Raiders taking Jeremiah Owusu Koroma. Is that how you pronounce it? Owusu Koromoa. Owusu Koromoa. Uh, That's an intriguing pick. I, I don't. I, I think don't he, I think he's built for an NFL defense. I think he's the type of guy who can just jump right in and make a. Yes, but it's a matter of where. Um, and I don't know if I trust Chucky Gruden. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, they never draft who they're supposed to. So I have. Uh, Gruden taking Puke Stevenson out of the University 
kidding. I'm he's, sorry, who? He's going to take some random dude that nobody's he's heard gonna, of. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to hurl. Duke <laughs> <No>. Stevenson. <laughs> they, they, they never take who they should. Uh, they kind of, like, I don't know, Gruden's weird. But I got him taking Christian Derrissaw, offensive tackle, out of uh, Virginia Tech. They need linemen. Uh, that's who they're going to take. I've also got a lineman, but it's, it's Tevin. Stevenson. It's not. It's Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. Uh, James, what do you have at fi- at eighteen with Miami? Eighteen, Miami. Uh, Jalen Phillips, edge out of Miami. Just a very athletic uh, edge player. They need some pass rush. He's the type of guy. He's a project player, but we'll see where he goes. But yeah, I think I think out of a couple of these guys, a lot of these um, edge guys are going to be are kind of going to be. Guesses, you know. Yeah, boomer bust. There's type of these a lot of players in this draft where you don't really. There's a ton of edge guys too. There's like there's a lot of talent, but they're gonna need the right fits and the right coaches. Absolutely, I think um, um, some of these guys they just need to. Some of these guys are gonna be projects that really you don't really break out until a year or two at least before they actually start putting up the numbers that people want to see them put out. Plus, like some of these guys are, they're used to being the best and going against. Offensive linemen who are not very good. Yeah, and then you grow. You, then you go up to the NFL and you're playing against grown men, grown ass men. kids, and yeah. well, some of these guys <laughs> they, they, they uh, eat their protein and they uh, eat their protein. They're they're they drink their milk and they drink their milk. They eat their <laughs> Scooby snacks. Yeah. Scooby snacks, you say? They uh, they eat their Wheaties for breakfast and they throw grown men around for a living. Yes. So you go from playing kids that drink so, at night uh, all night in college, and then you go to grown men with kids and. Uh, <laughs> you you went uh, you went Jalen Phillips you said to Miami yes I put and I hate doing this being a being a Bills guy for life I put Quiddy Pay the edge on a Michigan here to Miami okay um, I already discussed I really like what he does in, in the tape on him um, I think Pay to Miami can be scary Gary what do you got scary Gary I have Miami going Rashad Bateman receiver. You guys already had him taking a receiver, I believe. Yeah, I had him taking. Uh... I had him taking an offensive lineman early. I think they go receiver later because they can get some good value too. Uh, Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. I think it's a versatile receiver. Um, adds a weapon for Tua, and it's a good valued pick. They're right. not. They're not spending a really high pick on a receiver um, who might demand number one targets when they still got Parker, Gusecki, and... Absolutely. Um, yeah, Will Fuller, too. Will but Fuller. He's, yeah. Will Fuller is like a fringe number one guy. If he stays healthy, he's a burner over the top. Yeah. So I think they get a number two a number two guy in Rashad Bateman later in the draft. I Absolutely. think just the value is solid at that pick. I like that pick a lot. I, I know they're... I think they're definitely going to take a wide receiver at some point. It's just a matter of who. I think they're... I, that's why I had them going back at wide receiver. I think um, the talent... Uh, who do I have him take? I had him take um, Panay Suel. The talent between like Panay Suel and then the next couple tackles. Yeah, it's is, a kind of big uh, gap. It's I, a big. I've, it's a big gap. I've heard it fifty-fifty between Suel and um, Slater, but after the top two, yes, huge gap. Which is why I had him taking a receiver um, who's, later. Because you get like three or four receivers who are definitely number one receivers. Then you get Rashad Bateman, who's a number one, two, kind of like a fringe number one. Yeah, which is what, and I had I have Will Fuller as a fringe number one too. But you get another number one, number two guy. Now you have the Cooper Cup, Robert Woods situation where you got two solid guys, and you got Kaseki and Devontae Parker. So I haven't taken a receiver and adding another guy to get some catches, but not the man catches. If you take Demar Chase, he's your number one, and two. He's going to want the targets. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, James, what do you got here at number 19? Moving on to 19. Uh, Washington taking Christian Derisaw out of Virginia Tech. He's a true freshman starter, and he's just he's got an athleticism and size to put to him. So I love that, I love that pick to Washington. I dig it. Um, I mean, I had Derisaw at 14. I Mock Draft 1.0, I went tackle to Washington. Um, without reaching on a tackle, I went different here. Um, I, I feel like they need a tackle. Well, you already had Derisaw taken, right? Yes. Um, so I went Caleb Farley, cornerback out of Virginia here. I really like what Farley brings on tape. I think Washington could use to, to bolster another one after losing Darby. Okay. Um, so I went Farley here. Gary, what do you got? I had um, the Giants trading back with um, Washington. I have the Giants taking Quiddy Pay, adding to that defensive line. Um, the Giants are in like a weird spot because they need a bunch of stuff, but they're not like gaping holes. So I added uh, Quiddy Pay to their D-line and kind of give them some more help on that line and uh, make that defense a little bit better. In a division that's going to have a lot of offensive talent. James, what do you have at pick 20? Pick number 20, uh, Chicago Bears taking uh, the offensive tackle out of Oklahoma State, Tevin Jenkins. They need to keep, obviously they had uh, Dalton at their uh, quarterback right now. They need to keep him upright. And he's a mauler. I, I, you know, me and Gary, we were on the same page. We love watching, you know, offensive lineman play. And he finishes his blocks. He's mm-hmm. a mean, uh, he's a mean mauler. He kind of reminds me of uh, Quentin Nelson a little bit. I mean, obviously Quentin just Nelson's... just as a tackle and said, no, I yeah, I liked Kevin Jenkins. It's, I had him go a couple picks higher, um, and that's it. Unfortunately, it's it's a very line based league. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of line, there's a lot of good linemen in this draft. There too. are. Um, and that's just the first round. Yes. You're going to find your diamonds. There are. And, I mean, there's – I didn't put him in the first round this time. I put him in the first round the last time. Uh, a guy like Landon Dickerson. Um, number 69, Landon Dickerson. Nice. Um, out of Bama, who tore his ACL, maybe? There's like another guy from, I think, Stanford that's climbing off the boards, too, because he opted out or got hurt two years ago and opted yep. out last year. Um, I He's mean, a big boy. I mean, Liam Eichenberger, who I'll talk about in a bit, but I love that name. I- Eichenberger, um, <laughs> top had, shelf Eichenberger. <laughs> I- Eichenberger had an issue where he just failed a COVID test, so like he's not at the combine and maybe he slips. Um, Dickinson, Dickerson, whatever, that, whatever his name is, um, Dickskins. D- d- yeah, d- uh, Mr. Dickskins. Um, blew his ACL out and then he was caught. At the Bama Pro Day doing cartwheels, proving that he's healthy right now. Like, there's enough guys that are going to climb these boards. Um, but number 20 on my end. You might be the first guy to climb drafts doing cartwheels. <laughs> I can do that. You you gave your number 20, correct, James? Yes. That was, that was Tevin Jenkins? Yeah, Tevin Jenkins. Um, yeah. I have Chicago trading down. My final pick of my first round. Uh, round one, pick 20 to Cleveland. For round one, pick 26. Round three, pick 89. Round six, pick 211. The Cleveland Browns select Edge Jalen Phillips out of Miami. This is one of the most polarizing players in the draft for me. Um, After we drafted him the first time around, Jalen Phillips has the talent. That's not the concern. What I did not know the first time I talked about him is that his junior, his sophomore year at UCLA... He broke his wrist in a motorcycle accident, missed time due to a second injury, and had three concussions, which forced him to medically retire. Took a full year off of football, 
Gregory Rousseau takes the year off from Miami. He enters the transfer portal and goes to place for Miami after medically retiring. I'm not saying the talent's not there. Right. My concern is what does concussion forward lead to him? Yep, the health issues and the con- commitment. Um, the talent's there, and I mean a team that's playoff bound. Yes, you're gonna you're gonna jump and hope, even if it's two years that you're getting, you're you're there. But ooh, a very risky pick for Cleveland. I had Gary. What do you have at twenty? You know it's weird. I also had Cleveland trading up. No um, way. We didn't talk about this until we brought our drafts together. Right, Cleveland trading up, but for a linebacker, uh, they are thirsty for linebackers. Thirsty. And what better way to grab the second-best linebacker in the draft, technically. I think he's the first-best linebacker. Um, I have Jeremiah Owosu-Koromoa out of Notre Dame. He's nobody. That's a lie. I, I think him. he's a very I talented linebacker, and Cleveland's licking up the chops at him, so they go grab him. I like it. Um, I think it's funny that you and I not talking about this, literally getting in a room... Yeah, I had Cleveland trading up. Oh, where? To, sh- to Chicago. Oh, me too. <laughs> um, James, yes. the Indianapolis Colts are calling. Who are they drafting? Indianapolis Colts. I got them taking an offensive lineman, Samuel oh. Cosme. Samuel Texas. Cosme out of Texas. I He's the type of guy that, you know, NFL minds just love a guy that can be versatile. He plays on the left side and the right side, a tackle. Um, also, I imagine, like, Quentin Nelson and Cosme on the left side. That would be a... Well, so that's the thing. I think I think he's going to have to go to the left because they did lose Costanza. Yeah, so he'd be um, the replacement for Costanza. He's going to be the immediate replacement. That's that's another one of those issues. Like when we discussed, you just went offensive tackle at Cincy. I felt it was a reach to Indy to go Cosme here. I like Cosme, but I and who knows? I'm not a GM. They might value that higher. I know another thing on their draft board they wanted was receiver. I went Rashad Bateman. Okay, I um, see that too. I tried to find an offensive tackle without feeling like they were jumping too much. Um, I feel like there's a potential to jump high enough in the second, using a second and a third, and still getting first-round talent. I'm okay with reaching if you're in the back half for a guy that's I, probably going to be drafted in the first so couple that's picks the thing. the second. So I think, to me, at 21, being the beginning of the second, of the, of the third of, of, the th- of a third, the third of three thirds, shall I say? <laughs> the last third, the, back the last, third. the back third of the draft. I think that that is actually jumping high to hope for a guy who, who realistically, I think, is valued at 35, 38. Hmm, okay, we'll see. Um, and I'm not saying he isn't going to be worse, but I think on big boards, I think Indy would go. Is there anybody we can do better? Can we move up for another offensive tackle? True. I think Indy needs to improve. I think somebody sitting on my left will agree with me on T.Y. Hilton. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, did you just Amanda show Maha the yeah. microphone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gary, who'd you have going to Indy? I had, where's my Indy pick here? I had Tevin Jenkins going to Indy, um, add to their offensive line, uh, get a little protection for Carson Wentz, who he's never had. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's not a sexy pick, but it's a right pick. What is happening? Stop it! Um, James picked number 22, the Tennessee Tetons. <laughs> Tennessee Tetons. I got, the, I got the Tetons taking Aziz Ojolari. He's edge out of Georgia. I'm so proud of you. I, you know, of course. You properly said it. You, you called it. Um, it's a nice pick there. Yeah, they. It they, really is because who was your other edge? 
Jadavion Cloney, who hasn't resigned. Right. And they had the third, even with them, they had the third fewest sacks in 2020. That's the thing. What's the worst case scenario? If, if Ajilari isn't the deal, you're in the same spot you were last year with a guy who's a first rounder hoping he does better. If he is the real deal, you're getting better. Right. Um, I like it. I do. I really do. Um, I couldn't pull my pull the trigger on it. I I I sound like I sound like an issue. I I I I. <laughs> um, I realize that the other problem in Tennessee is that they also lost Malcolm Butler this year. Corner, I want yeah. Gregory Newsom the second out of Northwestern here. Gary. Uh, I also had the Tetons taking Gregory Newsom the second. Uh, they could use some corner help. They need a lot of help on defense, and I think. Um, I think corner is a very important position. I know edges too, but I think corner is a little bit more important than edge. And I hate saying that. I hate saying it too because like edge, edges really make corner, your corner. But here's the thing: corner can force sacks. If you edge yeah, isn't yes. gonna force interceptions, right? Unless he tips it or whatever. You're right, but the edge isn't going to get some pressure and force the back. You you will pull a coverage sack. If you lock down more, then uh, then a defensive end is going to get his hand on it and, and throw the ball. And then if the defensive end gets his hand on it, I just touched your nipple correctly. Mm-hmm. If the defensive end gets his hand <laughs> on it, chances are the linebackers intercepting that or the safety, not your, your quarterback. Yeah, I, 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 like you value both, but I think they need because Greg Newsom's the the only corner left that I would consider a starting like quality day. quality. Day one Waller. corner. Um, I mean, yeah, there's Waller. Asante Samuel Waller. Jr., but I still think Asante Samuel Jr. is a day two guy. Hey, man, he's the number one corner in the draft. I saw that on Twitter today. Who tweeted that? I'm not going to say. <laughs> um, Does he have a big forehead? Is that why? No, he's got a neck beard. No, okay. Well, then maybe that's why they like him. Um, who do you got at 23, James? 23. You got the New York Jets picking Caleb Farley. Cornerback out of Virginia Tech. Uh, See the New York Jets. He's a, phys- he's a physical having... press coverage corner. I like. I think that's what they need. They have like a, a physical corner that they can you know, plug and play. And it, but the thing is, he doesn't have a lot of picks either. He's got four picks in ten games in 2019. So he's not he's not a ball hawk at all. So, but uh, go ahead. So what you're telling me is that you want the Jets to have a Virginia Virginia Tech connection at the secondary, because Bryce Hall, who they took in the fifth, played at Virginia. True, and Caleb Farley played at Virginia Tech. I didn't think of that. Interesting. I just it just clicked. I right, I yeah. was super high on Bryce Hall last year. So was I. I get these these certain players where I'm just like, ah, uh, I remember him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Vietnam War flashbacks. It's never good. Right. Um. I went against the grain. The Jets fans are either gonna love me or hate me. I took the first running back. In all mock drafts, or did you take one last? You did. Okay, you took one of the Bills. I took the highest picked running back in the draft. I took Najee Harris to the Jets here. Um, And I don't want to do that as a Bills fan. I think Najee Harris is ridiculously good. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's where I am. Gary, what do you got? I have uh, the Jets going edge and Gregory Rousseau. Um, I think they they kind of get a steal here if he pans out. Um, But there's talks... That um, eventually Quinn and Williams is a departure there, so they're going to need to rebuild that uh, defensive line. I like it. 
I like it. Um, James, number 24, the Steelers of the Pit and the Berg. The Pittsburgh Steelers. You guys might think this is a little bit of a reach. I haven't taken Jalen Mayfield, offensive lineman on Michigan. He's, he's a very raw talent, but he's the type of guy with NFL minds love when they can and that's versatile also a, players. And that's also a very Mike Tomlin pick. Right. Pittsburgh never drafts who you think they're going to. Never. Right, absolutely. Like, never. See, he's versatile. He can play anywhere on the O-line. It's so. funny, you did say reach. And I said the guy who I thought was somewhat of a reach. We're on a very, very similar wavelength here. I put Samuel Cosme here. Okay. A guy who I thought was more suited for 35 to 38. Um, has the talent, but it's a question of will it pan out. And I also want offensive line for Pittsburgh. Okay. Gary? It's like we are all just doing the same draft and nobody knows. I have Samuel Cosme 2. Or Cosme? Cosme, whatever the hell his name is. Samuel Cosme. Samuel Cosme 2. Um, I wanted to go running back here, but I just don't see them doing that in the first round. They're not really like a – they don't make splashes. They no, of, Pittsburgh will add another third-round running back and see who wins between Anthony McFarland and Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I will be so sad if Chuba Hubbard's in Pittsburgh. Hmm. He's so good. Gary? I don't know why I said that. James? <laughs> Jacksonville, pick 25. Uh, Jacksonville. Uh, Kadarius Tony. Is that how you pronounce it? Tony? Oh, That's what I had last time. Tony, yeah. A wide receiver out of Florida. He's just like a Swiss Army knife of wide receiver. You do it all. See, so. I, my only issue, it's the same thing I said to Gary. Gary about Kadarius Tony. Gary and Kadari. Um, I I think Tony's very similar and almost too close to LaVisca Schnall. And that's where I'd almost wonder. I'd like, it'd, be, it'd be a lot of fun for LaVisca Schnall, Kadarius Tony. And Trevor Lawrence. Fun, fun duo. But I yeah. feel like it's just like a how the hell do you build that offense? <laughs> you just um, run pistol sets where one line's a fullback, the other's a running back. Ga- Gary and I are huge fans of Kadarius Tony. We actually almost have him as receiver four on our boards. But I went with Christian Barmore, interior defensive lineman. Um, they haven't really had anybody there since Marcel Darius, which means they haven't really had anybody there since like early 2000s. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with a Bama interior defensive lineman. Probably not going to pan out. Most of them don't, but there we go. Gary, what do you got? I have them going um, and reuniting um, Trevor Lawrence with his college running back and taking Travis Etienne. Etienne! I have the, the first running back taken in this round for my draft. Um, I think it's a, a good pick for him. I know that they have um, – oh, my God, what's his name? Robinson. James Robinson. James, James Robinson. But you definitely need a one-two punch, and I think ETN could definitely be a very, very good piece, uh, a solid um, receiving back, and what better way to make your new franchise quarterback happy than to give him somebody he's familiar with. I mean, I love me some Travis ETN. But, uh... Very weird for him. Yeah. The dude, that dude has a seven. He's an alien. Yes. Love him. But, Yes. Come on the show, please. Uh, <laughs> pick 26, James. Number 26, I got the Browns taking Joseph Asai, Edge out of Texas. He, uh, be a, you know, come right in and be the compliment to Miles Garrett. I like him, too, because he can he can put his hands in the dirt and he can play a, as a stand-up linebacker, too. So I like him. I guess the nice thing is they, they at least picked up, like, Tack McKinley. So if Asai needs some time, he's got it. Right. I Who was the guy for the... Falcons that dropped an F-bomb like live on Tack McKinley. Yeah, that's what I thought That was, was. Tack McKinley. Um, Gary, I might pop you with this one. 
I don't know where you went with Chicago going to 26. The Chicago Bears, when they traded down, are going to go quarterback out of Florida, Kyle Trask. That's a good pick. It, it's definitely a reach for it's, a quarterback. It's a reach, but it's a guy who was already tenored to the second round, learning behind Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. And they've been horned up for quarterbacks. And it would be the second year in a row the 26th pick at quarterback goes to a team who's not going to start him. Yeah. In the same division. I'm going Kyle Trask 26. Gary, what do you got? Yeah, it's definitely a, a Bears pick because the Bears seem to really disappoint their fans. I think the Bears will be very disappointed if they go Trask, but Trask is going to be a good quarterback. Trask is God. Um, I have the Bears trading Anthony Miller and replacing him with the guy that'll be better in the production and do a little bit more. I have them taking Kadarius Tony. I love Kadarius Tony. I think Kadarius Tony ends up um, being a very good player for the Bears. Not right away because Andy Dalton's not a good quarterback. Um, but if he they, has red hair. If they figure out the QB situation, I think they make a trade somewhere for a quarterback, um, or they, go, or you could get drafted back in the second round, um, or. I can see them being a Kellen Mond team. Not in the first two no, rounds. Not in the first two, but... James, what do you got at 27? 27. Uh, I got the Ravens. They're picking up a wide receiver. They need him. Rashad Bateman. Uh, Don't give him nice things. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, they need the wide receivers. They need some weapons, so... And they got Hollywood Brown. That's, you know, kind of about it. They lost... Um, uh, Rashad about- Bateman has successfully shrunk over time, if you weren't aware. Literally, his freshman year of college, he was six three, and now he's measuring at six foot. Huh. Um, they uh, that they bumped up the numbers or something. There's Correct. rumors that Antonio <laughs> Brown signing with the the Ravens. Bull spitaki. Um, <laughs> I have the Ra- the Baltimore Ravens going Aziz Ojolari here. Um, they got lucky. I had him going earlier in this draft, but they need an edge. They've lost two of them, and the best they got back isn't really an edge. Gary, what do you got? Uh, same Z's. You're with, is he so Jolari? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's listening like, this draft's so freaking boring. This draft is rigged. Man, this is what happens when you have two people that are very on the similar line. And, like, James was with us long enough, and James has had some very by-the-books with us here. Uh, James, number 28, the New Orleans Saints. What do you got? 28, uh, New Orleans. I don't think they have any really big holes. Uh, I haven't taken, like, probably one of the best players available, in my opinion, a safety. Uh, Trayvon Morg, TCU. Um, I'll be honest, Gary and I did not like his tape. It would be interesting because he'd be given time in New Orleans and not have to see the field right away. Right. Um, yeah, learn piano. Learn behind yeah. Jerry Bird. Uh, no, he's definitely <laughs> not there He's anymore. retired. I have something now. No, he didn't get a choice. He just didn't get signed. Um, I went Jamin Davis, linebacker out of Kentucky. Jamin. Jamin? Jamin, you'll be out in two weeks. Why are you getting drafted now? Jamin's coming on? Jamin's coming on. Nice. Jermaine. We were gonna try to we were gonna try to get both of you on. Oh shoot! Not that Jamin, his Jamin. Yeah. Um, I have a Jamin. He is mine, my best friend. <laughs> he, he did he did put a nice video for your birthday up of you on scooters. I know. Um, Gary, who do you have to the to the Saints? I have a very Saints pick. Um, they go. Are you with, still going Terrence Marshall? No, I went with Rondell Moore. That's that's Out a very good Purdue Boilermakers. That's a very good pick. I like Rondell Moore. Um, Sir James, Sir Green James. Bay Packers. Green Bay, they gotta get Rogers some weapons, so I haven't taken uh, Rondell Moore out of Purdue, wide receiver. <laughs> Spoiler alert: 
I didn't take Randall Moore in the first round. <laughs> um, I like it. I didn't want to take a reach. Rondell Moore is possible, and they probably should have, but I could... Green Bay really likes to piss off their fan base and not take talent. So I took Dylan Radon's offensive tackle out of North Dakota State. Dude, I did the, not the same player, but I did the same damn thing. It's it's just, dude, Green Bay should be building around what Aaron Rodgers knew in his last couple years there. Oh, so they're really... Come down, Frank Vito. Um... I want Dylan Radins just because, like, it makes too much sense from Green Bay. They should take a receiver, but they won't. They won't. Uh, they'll probably go punter. Um, Who, what punter did you draft? I don't have a punter. Oh. I have them going after uh, Christian Barrymore at Alabama. But oh, that that's a good pick, though, for them. Their fans are going to riot considering Aaron Rodgers and the screaming for talent. Um, they go to Christian Barrymore, and Christian Barrymore is going to not be good. I love it. I love it. Um, pick number 30, the Buffalo Bills. James, who you got? The Bills need some pass rush, so I haven't taken, taken Jason away edge out of Penn State. Uh, they need pass rush, so I mean, who uh, Some guy, I think you can plug and play him a little bit. I think you can get some production out of him first year. Um, see, Jason away scares me just because he's such a raw talent. Right. Because he only has one year of production. I went with the other guy who scares a lot of people. I went with Jeremiah Owusu-Koromo, and I swear I'm not purposely leaving him for Buffalo. He's such a enigma of a player that he just kind of falls, and I think he, he screams Bill's pick. He's a guy who can play linebacker. He can play safety. He can play big nickel. He can play edge. There's not many teams that are going to go, okay, well, I don't have a specific need, so I can take all three of those. And that's it. I think like like the only other team I could see really asking for him would be New England. Mm-hmm. As you had said earlier, with Caleb Farley, Bill Belichick being as smart as he is on the defense. That's a pick where Bill Belichick goes, oh, I can make that work. I could see a Wusu Koromoa being the same. But outside of that, I don't see a proper D coordinator to make it work. So I want a Wusu Koromoa. Gary! I tried to make this pick different, but I just couldn't because Bean's not a guy... Um, Bean doesn't like to reach. He likes to take the best available or go up and get his guy. I see the Bills trading up, um, but I didn't have him do it because um, Bean's another one of those unpredictable guys, so we don't really know where his mindset at. Um, I can see him trading up, maybe trying to grab a corner or an edge guy. But I have him sitting here and still taking Najee Harris. Um, I know Bills fans are like, oh, we don't need a running back. We do need a running back. Um, I know they could probably grab another guy later in the rounds, but what better way to automatically improve your run game with Najee Harris? And uh, there's rumors that there are three teams that have spoken to Najee Harris the most, that being Pittsburgh, uh, Miami, and Buffalo. And I believe both of those teams um, go other ways. It just doesn't make sense for them, um, especially when uh, Miami has Miles Gaskin and Pittsburgh has other needs. Um, I think Najee Harris ends up with the Bills. And I don't know. It's just, I don't hate the pick, but it's just Bean is a very tough guy to read. Correct. I would agree. Um, James, pick 31, the Kansas City Chiefs. KC. I'm taking Aliyah Vera Tucker. See, I'm impressed that you had him drop that far. Yeah, I had him drop a little bit, yeah. I had a couple guys that it might have been reaches being taken over him, but 
by need. It happens. Right, absolutely. I, you'll, you'll have teams draft by need, and you'll have teams draft best available. It happens every year. I am going right. to go offensive tackle Liam Eichenberger here out of Notre Dame. Um, he might be falling a little bit due to the positive COVID test, but he's a very good offensive tackle. Um, James or Gary pick 31 Chiefs. Um, I can see 31. Like, I can see the Bills trading back. I can see KC trading back, and I can see Tampa trading back because there's a lot of. Talent. I can see all of them doing it. Yes. Um, there's a lot of talent still left on the board, and some teams. Uh, might value a guy. Um, Bean's more likely to trade up and down um, with the Bills. Um, KC needs offensive tackle talent, so I can. S- they're kind of less likely to me to trade back or trade up. But I have Kansas City taking Jalen Mayfield, offensive tackle, Michigan. They need that offensive tackle help. Uh, we saw Mahomes running around with his head cut off in the Super Bowl. Right. Um, they need to stop the hemorrhaging on the offensive line. James, pick 32 to end this draft. We went about 25 minutes over where we wanted to be. <laughs> well, uh, top off the draft, I have you know, Tampa Bay. They return all their starters, 22 starters. So, I mean, yeah, well, it's tough you, to really place them in the right spot here. So, yeah, so really, I mean, you, you either trade back or do whatever you want to do. Or I had them taking Wyatt Davis, though, just the offensive lineman. You can never have too many offensive linemen. So. Um, I kind of went the same way on the defensive side. I went with cornerback Eric Stoke. Same thing, NFL. You can't have enough, or can't have too many corners. You're always gonna need somebody to cover receivers. Right. And they got smoked a couple. I mean, Tariq Hill put up what 300 yards on Carlton Davis last mm. year. Same thing. Eric Stoke, cornerback, Georgia. He's real fast. Fast go zoom. I think Tampa Bay trades out of this pick. Um, a team's gonna come up and grab a player, but I couldn't make it work just the way that my draft board fell. Um, and then with the second round, a lot of these teams, a couple of the teams that I had in the first five picks traded back. So I don't see them trading up in the first round or back into the first round. Um, I have Tampa taking Elijah Moore. Um, Antonio Brown has yet to sign with Tampa Bay again. Um, apparently they're not close on numbers. He wants more money than what Tampa Bay can offer him. Tampa Bay is structured on or tight on cap. Um, it's going to be tough if Antonio Brown wants to be there. He's going to have to sign for pennies on the dollar. Um but I have them not. Hey, man, res- he's, he's, he's tweeting my Instagram. Sign AB. Yeah. Did but you I, see that? No, I didn't. Oh, he's going on their comment about returning all 22 players on the Instagram. And he's just commenting as AB. Hey, Tampa, sign at AB. He's tagging himself on the Instagram well, telling them to sign. They have, you have to be, you basically have to pay play for candy. Yeah. So, Isaiah McKenzie is. I have Elijah Moore being drafted. To Tampa, but I ultimately think they trade back because they there's not much to do at 32. Well, guys, that was a good time. It was a great time. James, yes. Tell us where to find you. Tell us what your Twitter handle is, since you don't have my social Twitter. media. Or, or if you have charities, but what you is the Twitter? <laughs> you, got, you got charities you like to support. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> support James's charity. You're not going to find any content for me though. The orangutan, <laughs> the orangutan arm children. The orangutan arm children of Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> there is perfect. I'll get that started for you. Guys. <laughs> No, I mean, no. I mean, I got a Twitter that has, like, a couple followers. I don't even tweet, so no point. Okay, <laughs> since, he's, since he's not going to say it, I'll give you James's Twitter. Oh, shoot. Um, James's Twitter is at Hangle, H-E-N-G-E-L, official. Um, go ahead, give him a follow. 
we'd hope to eventually have him back yeah. on the show. We really enjoy James being part of this. Absolutely. It was a lot of fun, and I look forward to being back on James, do you have anything you want to say before you sign off here? Uh, no, just thanks for having me. I definitely, like I said, I look forward to being back here, trying to get more involved here. Maybe even yeah. get more involved with... Uh, Spread those wings well, and all that, too. We, we hope for all of it, because... You're always welcome. You've always been part of the Tiki Tribe production and both shows, so... He, he, was, he was our first round draft pick. We just... <laughs> he was. Can't him on the field. He, can't he, stay healthy. He's Isaiah Wilson. <laughs> he liked he liked to party too much. By party, we mean work. He likes to bully children, I've heard. <laughs> what? <laughs> bully children, what? Yeah, I, I saw it, too. It was, it was an autograph signing Taking once? your lunch money and stuff. <laughs> You push me to over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, we are getting well out of hand here. Gary, say goodbye. Goodbye. Guys, until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll tell you exactly where to find them.